So Perk Yudzain Volo Yochla Od Hatspino. She could no longer hide him. Hamilo de Gusha. Sheloke Mishpat Hadiktuk. The the word is vowelized not according to the rules of grammar. Loimar. Avshahaisa Dohekis. Even though she was pushing and exerting herself very, very much. And she was exerting her she was she was uh, exerting herself in the concealment. which is difficult and heavy. I, you know, a job that she was doing, she was doing an extremely exerting thing to try to hide him. So still she couldn't. Okay, that's why the word lehatspino is... Um, Conjugated and vowelized in a way of of uh, of intense form. Um, Noach, please speak to Raboruch and get back to us with what exactly what what is not grammatically correct about this. And and uh, but the morale is explaining. See that that when the pasuk seems to use. A incorrect grammatical structure that's coming to tell you, meaning even this word, let's say, should be, I don't know, a cal, and here it being used as a, um, in a more intense form, that's because that's also a part of the story that the Chumash is telling with the, with the conjugation of the word. Okay? Do we set out what it should have been and what it is? That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. I mean, did he explain what it was? What, what, what you, he said that the, the word, the the, the word hitspino is is uh, incorrectly uh, vowelized in the Chumash. Yeah, the Harbin saying it's that it has extra dagesh. It gets a dagesh kazak, which it shouldn't have. Okay. The dad and the tzadi. Hitspino. It's been over. It's been over. What? I mean, uh, with the Dugish becomes a Shvana. Wait, what's the whistle vowel on Rivith B? Hey. I think it's a Chirig. I'm not sure. Whatever you. Yeah. Or <laughs> I do not. But know. with the Dugish in the letter, you get a Shvana instead of Shvana. But the point, yeah, the point is it's like a double, like a double tie. Like it's. Yeah, yeah so, so, the point, so the point is that. It's called the Dugesh Kaflan, right? Okay, good. Let's 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 continue. We'll, Noah will report back to us on the exact rules. Actually, um, I, he he owes me another one as well. I already gave him another homework assignment, so he needs to get back to me on that. Okay, Vitika Chlo. It's with the Dagesh and the Tzadi. Tevas Guma. So uh, she took for him a box. Of guma of um, go for one. Mm-hmm. No, no guma. 
Guma means like a like a like a rubbery yeah. thing, like a rubbery reed type of thing. Maishna tevas guma. Why specifically? Why, why is it important to say to tevas guma? What's so unique about it? Amarebi alazer mikan litzadikim shemimonam chavi valehim yoser migufum. What is this, like a cheap material or something? Okay. Yeah, uh, so Guma is a, is, a, is a cheap material. So you see how frugal Tzadikim are that you think that she's sending, that's it, she's putting her baby in the river. This baby, she works so hard to try to she knows how special he is, and she knows how, uh, you know, how much she loves him, and uh, excited she's saying goodbye to him. You think she's gonna buy? She's gonna buy some ridiculously expensive wood or something and put him in there. Just you know, be a little bit wasteful. No, she found the cheapest material. Obviously, not that it should be less safe. Not that it was unsafe, but it was. A, but it was a, the Torah is pointing out was that it was a inexpensive material that was used because tzaddikim are frugal with their money. It's the minimum effective intervention. <laughs> Something like that. Minimum effective intervention. Yeah, it's a it's a, ter- it's a term in psychology, I think. And she did what she had to do, but she didn't go crazy. Why in the world would they teach us this here? Teach you their heritage. Teach you the proper way. How, why does the Torah tell us that Yaakov Inu went back for Pachim Ketanim? So they can set up the struggle of Esau and Yaakov over physicality for the rest of the time. But also those no. uh, jars of oil were no, valuable. Uh, without oil. They were, oh, they were empty? Yeah. What? Otherwise it would be oil he went back for. Oil everybody oh, would go point. back for. The whole point the entire family alone and defenseless for no. garbage? No, they, 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 were, they were defended. Yeah, servants. Wait, so what? Okay. Yeah, so the point is the Chazal telling us over here that we're told that it was a Tevas Guma to tell us that she was she was frugal. And this she is was, not this is not Tevas Malan. This is no. What what? It's, okay, it's uh, it doesn't look like the Maral wants to go into that. We'll okay. see. So so definitely don't get the fifteen billion dollar coffin. Right, like the mahogany, like the mahogany coffin, right? That's just like ridiculous. That's that is the exact opposite, right? You get a plain wood coffin, he'll get his job done, right? Okay, but uh, no coffin. But tatsev achoso mirachok ledaa ma yase lo, and she. Stood his sister from far away to know what he will do to him, or what will be done to him. What will be done to him? I should say, yeah. B'megil perikrishin ubesota gamkin zeh hamaimer appears in the in two places in the Gemara. 
Vitzikach Miriam Hanvia Achos Aron, talking about over there uh, by Kriyas Yamsuf, yeah. After Moshe Rabbeinu sings the song, so then Miriam Hanvia, the sister of Aaron, she takes a timbrel and she leads the women, etc. Right. So the Gemara there says, Melamed Shahaisa Misnavas. You learn from here that she was a prophetess already when she was still the sister of Aaron. What do you mean? She was a sister of Aaron, she wasn't sister of Moshe? Why is she called why is she called Miriam the Nevia, the sister of Aaron? It means that she was a Nevia in a state when she was a sister of Aaron and not the sister of Moshe because he was not yet born. What's the word Miss Navas? Prophetizing. She's prophesizing. Amra. So, what what was the prophecy that she said? Amra, I see the ima she tailed Ben in the future, mother, me, my our mother, uh, w- she will give birth to a son, Shehu Moshia as Yisrael. He will be the savior of the Jewish people. Bishash Nolod Moshe Nesmala Kolabais Ora. When he was born in the whole house, was filled with light. Amadaviha Vinishka Al Rosha stood up her father and kissed her on the head. Amar Biti Miskaima Nivuasech. My daughter, your prophecy has been fulfilled. Vikisha Hushlach Leor, and when he was, when he had to be sent down the river, Amadaviha. Her father stood up, Amram, the Tafach, Al Rosha, and he uh, gave a little. What do you call uh, when you like knock? Give a little. No, yeah, like a yeah, like a little hit on her head. Amr and said to her, "Heichen nuvosich, where is your prophecy?" And that's what our Pasuk says, She went there and she stood to know to know what will be with the end of her prophecy. So, meaning Chazal are telling us that our Pasuk somehow is indicating she didn't just, she wasn't just curious to see what's going to happen to Moshe. It's somehow telling us that she was trying to figure out, well, what's going to happen with my prophecy? I had a prophecy. Prophecy uh, has to come true. So, maybe I misunderstood it somehow. Maybe, maybe it'll come out in some other way. I don't know. But, so, but what's going to happen with my prophecy, right? So... What's what's the problem in the pasuk? save a choso. So the moral says, "Vinira shemipneze ksiv." Meaning, this is why the pasuk is written in an unusual way, and it says, save shelefi diktukalosh," and because according to uh, regular grammar rules, hayalichtov. Va te 
Vatisyatsev with a yud in there. Elamilazos Murkevis Mibinyan Nifl Umibinyan his poil. Wow. This is a he, today is a grammar day, guys. Um, yeah, so it's a it's a composite of two different binyamin, reflective, and uh, when one acts on themselves, vitzere hatov. Lehoros al nun nifel kimotase. You have the vowels here. It changes from te tatsav to si tatsav. So the tsere on the first tav, source nun That that really that, that tells you that there's a nun in there, which means it has an aspect of nifel in there. Okay. Which means not only to look, but also to kind of... Be looked upon? No, I think it means like to look at herself. It's like she was stood up. She stood up and she was stood up. Yeah. Why? Because the Because her prophecy... Made her to stand. Made her stand up there. I mean, there was something forcing her to stand there. Oh. It wasn't just a voluntary thing. If she, oh, I'm just curious. If I'm just curious, I don't have to go. But I'm curious, so I go and I look. And I, I go there and I stand. And I look. But if if there, if I'm compelled to, right? So she was compelled to go. She was stood up to look over there. Why was she compelled? Because she had a Nevoah that she had to know what's going to happen to Nevoah. Nevoah can't just fall through the cracks. It can't just disappear. She had a Nevoah. So that was Gorimla that caused her to stand there to know what's going to happen. What's going to happen with her Nevoah? That's why it's written in the language of Nifl. It's, it's, uh, it's going on the acceptance of a outside cause which is causing you to do something. Means uh, it's a passive voice, right? It's something someone else is doing this to you. As opposed to curiosity, which is internal, it's your own desire right. to find out what's right. going on. Right. She just wanted to know, so she was telling. But you know, there was there was there was something compelling her. She was compelled to this because of the prophecy that she had had. So, so the way, I mean, the way that I'm understanding it still sounds like curiosity. You know something's going to happen. No, it's not curiosity. No, you have happens. to. No, because curiosity, you, you can find out. You could not find out. Here, she had a prophecy. So a prophecy has to happen. And yet, and yet, and yet it's not so, so... Of course, we don't it mean... It sounds like she's acting out the prophecy. Right now, she's not acting out the prophecy. It's not a prophecy that she will stand there and look. The prophecy is that he will be Moshe and soul. But the point is, again, we don't mean she was compelled like a, like a robot was compelled, like, you know, that she, um, you know, was, like, grabbed by a giant metal arm and dragged to the, like to the seashore. It means, it means there was a... 
there was a there was something compelling her to do it, right? Like a, you know, in, in in your business or whatever. Right? So, so yeah, yeah, I re- I have to check this thing out. I have to I have to know you know what's going on over here, right? So that's not because. I, I, the point is, it's not she wasn't being proactive, she was being reactive. reactive. She was responding to a situation. The situation is that she knows that he's going to be the savior of and yet he's going, so, she's, so she, has to, she has to see how this thing plays out. Yeah? That's what a nifl is. A nifl is something that accepts upon himself a force. Veloshin he spoil, and then now, but there's also an aspect of a his spoil in here where she does something to herself. Yeah, kumashmo. That's that, that's like like the simplest thing. Who? Who? That's kumashmo. That's obviously because in the end of the day, she's the one that stood herself up. So basically, the, this word is written as a hybrid. Right, this is unbelievable. Right, uh, the, the, the Amkus of Torah, even in Diktuk, right, is that the previous one we saw, we had a word that was actually just vowelized um, incorrectly. It had, it had a dagesh where it wasn't supposed to, right, and that was to tell you to make it chazak, to make it to show you, even though it's not, a, there's no binion like this, but it's to show you that she was exerting herself very much. Now we have a word that's written as a hybrid of two. Of two uh, binyanim, right? One, the expected one, she went and stood there. She stood herself. So that's uh, his spoil. But it also has the tsere of a nifl because there was something compelling her to do it. That's what Hazar is telling us. Why is it in the reflexive tense at all? It should be just a simple tense. She stood up. Why is it she stood herself up? Because the, 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 just to stand up would be lakum. Here it's uh, a ongoing thing of making oneself stand. Okay. okay. Uh, don't want to get dragged down that rabbit hole. Okay. Um, v- v- uh, okay. Ubemidrish Rabba, Rabos, Shmos. Again, the valuation of this word is what? Vasei Tatsav. Vasei Tatsav, Achoso Mirachok, Rabbonan Amri, Kol Haposa Kaze, Al Shemruch Kodesh. It's talking about. The Ruach HaKodesh stood up. Hashem will come and He will stand. Achoso kemo de'at amart. What is it? So what do you mean? So, meaning, so Chazal are telling us that here it actually means Hashem, Ruach HaKodesh, uh, the Nevu itself, so to speak, went and stood over there and looked to see what's going to happen with Moshe. So what does it mean, Achoso? Achoso means a sister. How can, how can you darshan the Pasuk to be going on Ruach HaKodesh when the Pasuk says a sister? 
So says the Midrash. Achoso, kemodat amart. The word achoso, that's like that which you say, means that which is said. Posak in Mishle. Emor lechachma achosiat. Say to wisdom, you're my sister. Yeah? Mirachok. Uh, Right and and so what does it mean? It, it was standing from far away. Meaning with Miriam we can understand Mirachok. Mirachok means Miriam had to stand kind of far away, so that the Egyptians wouldn't see a girl standing right by the side of the river next to a little basket. Right? Otherwise, <laughs> it'd be extremely um, what's the word conspicuous. Yeah. Um, but if it's but if it's Ruach Hakodesh, which is which is doing that, so then why stand far away? So mirachok al shem mirachok Hashem nearly from far away Hashem uh, appears to me means it's it's a distant it's not an immediate force it's something that uh, you know kind of a kind of a more removed um, interaction right Hashem Hashem is a more removed you know, this ruach kodesh is kind of it's not. Uh, that's why we're not cognizant. We're not. We're not. Pers- we don't, don't perceive it, right? Because it's something that's mirachok. Um, and ledas. What does he mean ledas? Okay, but why would Ruach Hakodesh need to know what's going to happen? Ruach Hakodesh doesn't know what's going to happen with him. Yeah, ledas al shame kikel deos Hashem, because Hashem is knowing. Okay, that, okay, words of Chazal are not easy to understand. Let's, that, that's uh, why we are very grateful that we have the words of the Maral to illuminate them a little bit for us. Okay, so here we go. Pure Kasher Hushlach Liaor, when he was thrown into the canal, Hayasiba Elokis, there was a Divine reason, cause, there was a divine cause, Shahaya Shomer Oso, which was guarding him. Shelo Yenizuk, that he should not be damaged. Ulkach Ksiv Va. But Siva's the Nevuah, right? Exactly. He can't be killed if it's already been foretold that he's going to be the savior of the Jewish people. Exactly. So the Navu itself, why does it have to stand there and see what's going to happen? It is what is going to happen. If, like the, the, the you think why did the Navu have to bother itself to leave his house, get into the car, drive all the way to the side of the river over there and stand there? Yeah, there's no suffix. The Navu is the thing that's causing it to happen. Right, it's right. The so why didn't the Navu just stay home? Oh, because then it doesn't happen. No, that's a, <laughs> Nevuah is a concept. The Nevuah, the, the Nevuah, that's what it means. It is ensuring that it won't happen. It, the Nevuah itself, yeah, mm-hmm. the fact that, I, you, you got it, Jack. In the end, you, you just snap back. It, it's the tricky thing. When, you, when you're dealing with Moshal Nimshal, right, the mind wants to keep going back into the Moshal. Yeah. Right? So again, so we're saying, of course, it doesn't mean it's like a little cloud, like kind of like moved, right? We we want to imagine Ruach Hakodesh 
as some sort of like a physical thing, right? A little cloud and it like flew and stood over there near the riverbank, a little bit far away, not too close, right? And it was and it was guarding him. It was like shooting these like it was kinda like sending these rays of uh you know uh telepathic rays to guard him. No, it means the fact that there is a Navua. Yeah. It causes yeah. Which says that he is machine Yisrael. So then, th- so then that is gonna that is gonna override any other. There, there's many forces in the world, right? There's 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 also forces of uh, like like the Derech Hashem describes. Uh, the, every natural phenomenon ha- has a malach over it. Mm-hmm. The or has a, a malach over it, right? Who says that? And th- those forces dictate that a little basket will get potentially flipped over with a little, little the water will you know kind of wait like a little wave and it'll, and it'll flip the thing over and then it'll be the end of it or or i know maybe another force alligators sometimes they come out from the nile and they they like to chew on on such things and play with them or whatever it is right so there's different forces <laughs> at play but the force of nevua was a was a determining siba right to kind of push away all the other factors at play, um, thus ensuring that nothing is going to happen to him. So that's what it means. Is, is Navua is just like, it's a narrative force that works throughout creation. It's just like, this is going to happen. It's a this revelation of the Ratz Hashem. Gotcha. It's and the Ratz Hashem is, this is what's going to happen. So, sorry, alligators, you're not going to buy this, go eat a fish. Sorry, waves, right. don't, you're right. not going to do here, it's going to be no wind. Right, exactly. Is that, is there something important to that based on the fact that Miriam is there, or not really? It has no effect on that. Oh, so Josh wants to already start connecting the Pshat with the Drush, meaning, meaning there's, I don't know, Pshat. We have, we have one, yeah, we have, we have a Pshat, there's Miriam. We have a Drush that is Ruch HaKodesh. Yeah. Is there a connection between the two of them? Of course there is. It's her Navua. She has to be active in fulfilling it. Uh, again, the, 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 the Drush is the, is the Amkus of the Pshat, right? Mm. She is like the physical uh, embodiment of that. Mm. So that's why she's compelled to go and look, to go and look right? According to the Drush, um, she doesn't have to be there, right? She could be she stayed home. You're right. The pasuk is telling us according to Drush. But 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 the answer is. That's why it's causing. But the, the answer Nebula is. But the, but the answer movement. is. No, but she the didn't answer wasn't there. She stayed home. The Drush is saying she wasn't. But not there. necessarily. Not necessarily. The Drush saying that she did stay home. But the Drush is saying that on a deeper level, the Nevuah yeah. was there. So yeah. can the pasuk tell us both? Of course it can. But you look at and Drush together. Right. Yeah, but if you just look at Drush, Drush is telling you Drush one thing. Is just telling that you Miriam was at home and... and, and well, and it, it, it's not saying anything about Miriam. Drush is telling you that the Pesach is not talking about Miriam. We don't know where she we is. We don't know where she is. But the right. Pesach is telling you that the, 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 the Nevoah is there. But the Pshat is telling you that Miriam is there. And, 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 that's, and that's exactly how we want to walk away, always. Where the Drush and the Pshat are working hand in hand. Where the Drush is deepening the Pshat. Right? Where... On a superficial level, you're looking at this girl Miriam. On a deeper level, the Torah is telling us about the force behind Miriam. Right? So, so it's, it's weird good. though because she's like involved in her own nevuah. That's like a weird thing. Like she's there to see. That she's the embodiment of this nevuah. Anyone that was at my daughter's kiddush, whose name is Miriam, we discussed why specifically Miriam had to be the the harbinger of uh, announcing the coming of Mashiach 
because Midri, Midri says Miriam Mashiach Moshe or Mashiach Moshe Moshe okay Moshe yeah. uh, Shal Yisrael mm. what right so, so, so the Midri says why is she called Miriam we actually talked about this in the, right we spoke about it here I remember why is she called Miriam because uh, she was with her birth the Egyptians embittered our lives and somehow she, that, that's who she is and yet she's the harbinger of that's Davkawai Davkawai yeah. Rav Cook talks about that Oh, okay, yeah. good. So let's continue. Let's continue with uh, with uh, so so v'kasher hushlach leor hayasiba elokis shehayashomer also that was guarding him sheloi ye nizuk that he should not be damaged ulakak siv va I can't get it. I can't get it. What, what's the valorization over here? But Vasei Tatsav. It's not easy. Vasei Bo Aldover Shehu Chozik Haamida. Meaning now he's not getting involved in the in the in the grammar part that we were dealing with before. Now he just wants to know why are we using a, a language of of um, um, no, Nitzavim Nitzavim right? Nitzavim means to watch over, to guard. No, no it means to stand. I mean, means standing. I mean, the word means standing, but there's different ways you can say standing. Right. Right. Um, doesn't Rashi say that it means some sort of a shmiradik watch, like standing and watching over? Rashi and this pasuk here? No, there's a Rashi. I think on standing maybe over Yaakov's bed, close to his patira. I, I can't remember. Because, mm-hmm. for example, the, for example, you know, one place where we, another place where we see is is uh, is Dawson Virum and their families. They came out and also they, they stood out of their tents when, when Moshe, you know, on the, on the morning when they were about to be right when. In, in full defiance, I mean that, that, that's a language also the same same language of Nitzavim. Of so it, it means it means standing in a in a very reinforced, unshakable type of a way. As opposed Is it the to same word as Parshas Nitzavim? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as uh, what are you looking up? It's Te Satsav. I thought it was, it was strange to start with a soft. You, you were saying well, s- the s- problem is this printing doesn't put dugeshim in any right, letters, but only right. its vowels. Yeah. So one of the tabs <laughs> needed a dugeshim. <laughs> right, and, and it makes right. sense. There's the first one. That, that I said with neither, but that was wrong. For right, sure. right. Okay, good. Okay. Tay satsav. Okay, so yeah, so but the point is, why are we using this word bechlal loshen zeh bo al davar it's a very strong standing vehakium. As you know, look, you're not gonna you, you're not gonna move me from here, right? It's it's like a like a like a pillar. Yeah. Vehashiba hakium. That's so. If the a divine reason is. A very, very. It stands there in an unshakable type of a way that you're not gonna just the alligator or the, 
you know, the malach of the of the of the canal, right? It's not just gonna say, well, too bad, I want to drown this thing anyway, right? No, it, it was it was standing there in a, in a way of not being moved. Again, like uh, like 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 the pshat. Miriam is standing there. She's like cemented into the ground, right? She's not going anywhere. This is a, this is a side a tangential question. Let's, let's just okay, let's finish yeah. the paragraph then. Um, we, we we love uh, Josh's questions, but Sorry. but there but they are many in a good way. So we just uh, uh, Sorry, uh, yeah, You see me? You see where I am? loshen mm-hmm. which would have been a, a more common language. Just that she was standing there. Right? Okay, because of now Achoso, it it says his sister. So the midrash again used. Basically, a posuk to to say, yeah, Chochma is called a sister, but we still want to know if I'm, why use such a strange language. Mipnei Hatorah shehi haisa hasiba hamikayemus also shirui lichios nasan Hatorah al yado. Since Moshe Rabbeinu is going to be the one to give the Torah, right? So the Torah must be given, and he's the one that's going to do it. So she's his, so she is so close to him. The Torah is so close to Moshe that the the, the, the Torah can be described as, as being his sister. I Meaning the ultimate. What does it mean when Shlomo Melech tells you, "Tell wisdom, you are my sister." What does it mean that Shlomo is telling you this? He's giving advice. He's saying, "You, Josh, you, Noah, tell Chochma, you are my sister." What does that mean? Of an intimate relationship with the Torah. It means a sister. A sister is someone that you're, that you're very close to. What? Right. Wait. He's advising you. Shlomo Melech is advising you, saying, my dear friend, you should say to Chochma, you are my sister. Noah should say to Chochma, you, Chochma, are my sister. Right? Okay. What does that mean? It means that Noah should... Be sh- should grow extremely close to the chokhmah, to a comfort level and a, and, a, and an understanding and a closeness that only a brother and sister can have. Okay, of having grown up together is it's, it's so you, you can read each other's minds, right? No one, no one was ever closer to the Torah than Moshe Rabbeinu. He's the, that's why it was given through him. So that's why specifically here of all the places. The Chachma, the Nevuah, whatever, is being referred to as his sister. Nevuah is an extension of the Torah. It's they're both the Ratz and Hashem. Yes, yeah, yeah. Right. Obviously, they, they, when we want to distinguish between them, we can distinguish between them. But, uh, yeah. but on a general level, they are. Uluzeh Davor Muchan Haya Moshe Rabbeinu Alav Shalom Vizos Hasiba Mikaimo. This is what was establishing him. What does it mean? Mirachok. It's not the immediate cause, right? Fools always want to look at the immediate cause. Why, 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 why did the baby survive? Oh, well, because it was a very calm day. There was no wind. So there was no waves in the water. And just an hour before, a big ox had drowned in the, in the water. So all the alligators were busy, you know, eating the 
ox, and so there was no dangers of alligators. That is why Moshe Rabbeinu survived. Right? Soon the archaeologists will find that, you know, some sort of a proof. Record of that day. Right? What? Right. That's that's what happened. That's what happened. Right? No winds on that. That's that's the Sheba. This is true. Good. Call a kavod. Right. But why did that happen? Right. So that's, that, so that's the Siba Haruchoka. That's the that's a cause to the call. What, why was that happening, right? So the spiritual things, Kesiba Elokis Mirochoku, Vaisiba Hachumris, Krova El Haadam. Yeah. So this is this is like always by. I think we spoke uh, we spoke about this by. Uh, with the eclipses, with the solar and lunar eclipses, the Chazal, right? We spoke about this? No? In Bergola? I, g- I gave a talk about it about two years ago when there was that big solar eclipse. Wasn't there? Uh, so had me speak at Yishurn. Uh, they were having that science thing, looking at the solar eclipse. And I, and I discovered there was not going to be any Torah perspective given on it. And people were just going to be like, Oh wow! Yeah, look at it. So, so we had to do a little Torah perspective. So it's, there's a fascinating Bergola, Maral Bergola, who because the Gemara says that why is there why is there solar eclipses because of Averis, mm-hmm. because of different Averis. Is there a solar eclipse? Because of Averis. Solar, what's, what's the connection? Solar eclipses. Oh, let's be much more important than that question is the question that, that everybody asks, and I remember they're I, predictable. They're predictable. How can you say it's because of errors? They're predictable. Well, this is this is dark ages. What you, you guys you guys are a bunch of primitives. So, 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 so Yom Kippur. So what? Is, Yom Kippur is also predictable. The moon goes between the but sun and like, the earth. Oh, the moon goes between the sun and the earth. That's an interesting statement you just said. Well, the uh, Yom Kippur is also predictable. I mean, yeah. It's a day about our errors. I mean, like most things that are. That's a, any, any reoccurring event. No, but let's say look, Hashem allowed right. Hashem allowed a day when you have an ability to do certain things. You have a lot of errors, then you'll do a lot on that day. You have okay. few errors, you'll do a little bit on that day, right? But here we're saying there's a physical event uh-huh. called the solar eclipse, which is happening saying, as opposed to clout, like the clouds in the Torah that we don't know exactly when they're going to manifest themselves. Shalom, but. Post facto, you can assume that it's due to some Avera or another. Sure, no. right, okay. right, right, right. But here it's a, here it's it's, pre, it's a fully predictable, right? right? Okay. So that, that's yeah. the big kasha that everybody asks. So the model says, you guys are a bunch of <laughs> dummies. Wait, you think it takes a chacham to tell you the immediate cause? Hey, Ezra, why, um, can you explain to me why are, why why is this company so successful? Yeah, you're big, you're big expert in business, right? Explain to me why is this company. Oh, me, I. I Listen to me. I'll tell you how they, they have a, they have a lot of clients. Right? Like they, they, have, they they do a lot of business. That's the answer. That's why that's why they, they, since since they do a lot of transactions, a lot, uh, you know, <laughs> they make a lot of money, right? Like good. And how come? But what I really want to know is how is it that they have so many clients, right? So so a chacham doesn't tell you the Siba Krova. The Siba Krova is that the moon moves in between the earth and the sun, right? At a regular pace. This is a, but the question is, why is that? Why, when Hashem was building the world, would he build, wire it in a bad way? You have an electrician that, you know, that he set up the lighting in here. And it works pretty well most of the time. Just once, once uh, you know, every, every few months the lights go out. 
you know, like in the middle of that for like 20 minutes or so, and, and then go back on again. Is that a good electrician or a bad electrician? I don't know. Depends what? On it's a very impressive electrician. They can do such a thing. But okay, what's <laughs> that, guys? Right, you would call that guy and you tell him you either fix this thing or I want my money back, right? Well, so maybe I should, there was something else that could be that was the best possible. Could be, but if you just hire, if if you just want light, then this is a bad way to do it. So if Hashem wants light in the world, this is a broken way to do it. Answer is yes, it's broken, because the world is broken, because there's katoim in the world. So the world that we live in, which is a world of hate, so the lighting is broken. So it's so it's not due to our current alert. Any particular way, it's, it's due, due to, to the, the existence of the Exactly, uh-huh. to the concept. Anyway, so the point is that uh, that's, that's, that's this cool. discussion of Siba Krova and Siba Rokoka. You went two ways you could have explained that. You could have explained that the calculation of the of the solar eclipse was Dafka, and then the Avera is fine. Hashem has a cyclical solar eclipse because he knew when people would be sinning. Fine. So and people sin at the same exact right. rate. But it's like if we all do chuva today, possibly stop the eclipse. Theoretically, Hashem ran every single detail of the world. Okay. I'm saying if we all did chuva the day before the eclipse, right? Would we stop the solar eclipse, or it's already right. pre-wired in? So, so the answer is we would do we would do chuva, but the but the the world would still be in a state uh, of where people are thinking about it, where this is something that's shayich. The world would be a broken world. But but. If we all did do tshuva, we would usher in the age of Mashiach, etc. Um, uh, but it still wouldn't be enough because Hashem has to now rebuild the world, right? Like we learned in Derech Hashem, right? That after the hate of Adam Rishon, right now the body can no longer be repaired and has to decay and be built anew. And the same thing with the world. The world can no longer be elevated and fixed up to its perfect state. Now the world has to be rebuilt anew. I like that. That's interesting. Like okay, so let's just finish up the paragraph because uh, we're, we're, we're over time already. So, so, Ladas, um, for the final, the final part of this, of this Midrash, Ladas, Al Shem Ki Hu Borach Kel Deus. Hashem is the knower of all. He is the one that knows. Purish. Ki Hu Borach Hayarotza Ladas Mayaselo Meaning, Hashem's no, it's not to know means to say I'm lacking and now I don't, I don't, in Pshat, Miriam didn't know. So she went to look so that she would know. Here, it's the, appears, Ki huyes borach hayarotza ledas, mayaselo, and by the, by the wanting, so to speak, to know, that's kideshi yenishmer. That's actually a pool. It's a it's a way to to prever, to preserve him and prevent him from any hazak. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna have to work on this one a little bit for next time. Blina, we'll come back to that.